Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Evolution Radio Network with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, CK, and Sadistic Sean David. Now, let's go into the ER and get into the turmoil. Tuesday night, you are live inside the ER. It's time for Rampage Rants, Tuesday Night Turmoil. I am Sadistic Sean David, joined by my lovely co-host. The Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane. And the reason why the show should never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie. How's it going, boys? Good. I want to first start off by making some announcements about tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, we will be joined by the weapon of ass destruction, Double D. She was known as Dementia D. Rose. Now she's known as Double D. Rose. Yep. So we will be joined by her. I've talked to her about uh, bringing her to Illinois, and she's got a a group of ladies that she travels with, so we'll be talking all about them and all about the woman of ass destruction, the weapon of ass destruction, the woman of ass destruction, whatever you want to call her. She'll she'll answer to either one. I know she will. with With the steel chair challenge. Yes, to her ass. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And her ass bends steel chairs. See this. 
Okay, yeah. she got a big butt? What? Yeah, she got a big black booty. Oh, wow. Yeah, eh? yeah, th- yeah this is, she is definitely Sir Mix-a-Lot material. Awesome. Baby got That's back for sure. Mix-a-Lot. Um, <laughs> so I want to I wanna first announce that, and then next week we are bringing you the five-year anniversary of our Wednesday night show. We're going to have a two-night celebration. It's going to be Tuesday night, October 2nd, Wednesday night, October 3rd. And I need to scroll back through my notes to see who we can announce that is going to be here next Tuesday. Uh, Next Tuesday, we have confirmed the quintessential stud muffin, Joel Gertner. Yay! Papa Stroh will be in the house. Thermo is going to try to drop by. Katie has brought us a Canadian guest by the name of Tyson Dukes, who is the former guest of the yeah. show. Yeah. And we are going we to have two back. we are going to have two mystery guests. And I just confirmed this before we went on the air. Kenny the Star Maker Bolin will be here next Tuesday night. We will lose all control. All right. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, once once Kenny comes on, it'll be, hey Kenny, how's it going? And at that point, you know, we just we just sit, we just sit back and we just listen. <laughs> Wednesday night confirmed. We have B. Brian Blair, Hugo Sanovich. Uh, we should be expecting a, a guest appearance by the legendary Les Thatcher. And Bill Apter is going to try to make it in. We also have a, two mystery guests for that night, as I've been uh, pulling some ace cards out of my sleeve. And as long as she gets back to either Katie, myself, or Steve, uh, Ruby Rays will be with us next week. So oh, that'd that's be cool. on Wednesday night. Uh, that's on Wednesday night. We've got some contacts out to the Glow Girls. We've got some contacts out to Bobby Blaze Smedley, yeah. uh, Sam Houston. I mean, we've really contacted yeah. a who's who to come back and be with us on yeah. our historic five-year anniversary, two-night celebration. Um, right. You don't want to well, miss speaking this. Of, this is- yeah, speaking Go of Glow Girls, um, we you know, need to send out our thoughts to uh, our good friend uh, April Enriquez, a.k.a. Royal Hawaiian. I spoke to her um, earlier this morning, and... Uh, she is going through some very bad sciatica. Um, I mean, she sounded horrible on the phone. She's going to be actually, in fact, she'll be having surgery tomorrow. So um, I'm actually waiting to uh, hear from uh, Jeannie Bassone, a.k.a. Hollywood, uh, to see about uh, landing some of the Glow Girls for uh, next week. Yes, uh, next week we'll be loaded with talent. Uh, we've given out other invitations, and we'll be still sending other invitations throughout the course of this week for more people to call in and, and share their thoughts and memories of our five-year anniversary. Uh, we all know what Kenny's uh, going to bring up. You, Katie, you want to tell us what Uncle Kenny's going to bring up? Do you remember what um, we did to Uncle Kenny? What have we, we've done a few things to Uncle Kenny. Um, what you remember the rope? Well, you, the roast, you remember the big thing? Yeah, yeah. We, roasted, 
we roasted the hell out of them with corny and everything, okay? So, yeah. Yeah. And we How will have, ever forget that? We will have some corny news later on here, folks. And it's definitely very big. Um So I want to invite everybody to join us for our five-year anniversary. If you can't listen live, make sure you go back and and check out the archive. Um, Bill Behrens is going to try to call in. um, And he – I'll tell everybody right now, this man does not stay up this late. So if he calls in, it's going to be a treat. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, when we did did that uh, with him, we actually had to record it because – Al, the, he's he's never he is never up at the time we're on, and I hear some bubble blowing. That's not me. I was just muted, so yeah. it wasn't me. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shades of the Bill Barons interview. <laughs> so, um, but uh, anyway, okay. Um wow, this is definitely this is definitely um big last night's raw. Well hold on. Um <laughs> And now we go live <coughs> damn it to our resident <coughs> reporter. Breathe, damn you. Steve Kane, <laughs> and he's going to tell us all about the breaking news throughout the wrestling right. world. Sorry, I couldn't oh, do that without jumping. Well, all right, we'll there's loads of it. The Raw Raw actually got its worst ever rating. Oh no! Uh, it was hour uh, one was two point four nine million. Hour two was two point two eight million. Hour three was two point two eight million. But you have to look at what it was up against. It was up against the uh, season debuts of The Voice, Dancing with the Stars, the final season of The Big Bang Theory, and the Pittsburgh Steelers versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. Yeah. And then Young Sheldon as well. Right. Right after Big Bang. So that pisses me right off because I'm a big Sheldon fan, okay? Bullshit. Yeah, and I also, yeah. you know, like Jesus. Well, ten. Hey, we own, we own, we own the first ten seasons on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, hopefully, yeah. uh, Christmas, if we can afford it, uh, will be season eleven. So, oh, um, so, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, um, well, uh. Everybody, everybody saw. In fact, uh, this was. In fact, the situation was uh, so huge it actually it got coverage on uh, TMZ today. Uh, oh, last wow. night, last night, the uh, unfortunate situation where uh, Liv Morgan uh, got an accidental uh, knee to the head mm-hmm. from uh, Brie yeah, Bella. Saying, and then they're saying Brie boxed big time, is what they're saying. Right. Well, we're we're definitely going to go into that in a minute here. Um, but uh, she, but uh, she has she did suffer a concussion, and of course because of that, she will be undergoing uh, standard uh, WWE concussion protocol. 
Of course. Which means which means she will be out of action for probably at least the next two to three weeks. And what that's also going to entail, and um, for um, anybody who saw the uh, WWE Network series Breaking Ground, uh, Tino Sabatelli had to undergo this, uh, where he was under the eye of WWE trainers. He had to uh, run run some basic tests in the ring at the performance center, which included um, running the ropes and taking taking a few standard bumps to okay. make sure that he wasn't uh, suffering any uh, after effects of of the concussion. And so it's a, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, and uh, and you know, lawsuit lawsuit settlement be hanged or you know whatever you want to say. I mean, you know, they're they are definitely being very, very careful nowadays with these guys because they know what the long-lasting effects of um, continuous and extended head trauma can be. Uh, one of the things uh, we we kind of touched uh, last week on Paul Orndorff and his situation where he could potentially uh, lose his house, and that is that he is suffering certain effects, certain side effects of CTE right now, already. So, you know, WWE is, in this case, being extremely proactive with their, with their um, concussion protocol. Mm-hmm, of course. So, um, but uh, yeah, you talk you talk about uh, about Bree getting a lot of uh, a lot yeah. of heat, and that. Um, in fact, actually, uh, some uh, people might say it was uh, reminiscent of uh, some of the comments made towards uh, Ken Anderson, aka Mr. Kennedy, and uh, Randy Orton uh-huh. himself. But one person definitely has come to Bree's defense, and that was one of the legends, one of the originals of ECW, Tommy Dreamer, mm-hmm. um, who uh, posted on his uh, Twitter, for anyone who said it's a botched spot or that Brie was at fault, they are hundred they are one hundred percent incorrect. No one ever goes in there with the intent to injure their opponent. It was nobody's fault. It was a mistimed thing. And seriously if you you know I mean, you know, for those of you who did see last night and you watched um I mean I had I had a guy I had a guy suffer a concussion on one of on one of my shows, and I know you know and the and and the scary thing is that you can you can suffer the concussion and then actually go back in and continue the match 
which Liv did up through that suplex spot. But once the su- once the suplex happened, it it, uh, it it completely it completely jarred her to that to the point. Now, mm-hmm. um, for that now for that I will definitely um, I will I will criticize a little bit the commentary team because they were saying that uh, Liv was in the back being taken care of by medical personnel when you could clearly see when the camera pulled back, she was still laying there in front of the timekeeper's area with the, with the trainers. Ah, shit. Um, so I, you know, honestly, it doesn't matter, you know, which way it was, you know, it just, I mean, you know, guys, at least, you know, she's right there. You know, obviously you guys missed it or something, but uh, you know, at least at least tell it right. So, um, you know, that's uh, so that's a so that's a big thing right there. Um, okay, so um, let's see here. I don't know whether should uh, go ahead and yeah, keep doing keep doing some news items or whether we should go ahead and talk raw. I think we'll we'll keep up we'll keep up with uh with the news and that. Um so uh NXT fans were probably really thrilled if they were at uh um any of the uh WWE live events this weekend because um Joining in uh, with uh, <clears throat> Naomi and Asuka to face the team of, and this is unusual because, of course, you see her right now as a as a baby face. But um, Carmella teamed with the Iconics, but joining Naomi and Asuka was none other than. The crazy Scott herself, Nikki Cross. So I don't I don't know if this is a you know if this is a hint that uh this might be uh something where pretty where pretty soon Nikki will be uh making a main roster debut. And if she does, will she be going solo? Or will she be reunited with Sanity? Mm. So, oh, that's a uh, that's an interesting interesting one. Um, now, um, Gold Dust. Dustin Rhodes is um, okay. is, say, is saying right now, and he talked about this when um, when I was when I was the last time I hung out with him a few years back, and that that uh, he was at the at the end of his career, um, and he and he says and he says that. Um, because he's going to be 50 in April, uh, he 
He says, my body's getting older. They're getting younger and faster. It takes a toll on an old man's body like myself or Kane or Mark Henry or Taker. You got to do it a little bit less. You can't go to the wall like we used to. Um, balls, balls to the wall. You could say balls, yeah. man. You have a pair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I keep I keep them I keep them in, I keep them in my pants except for special occasions. Never mind. <laughs> Um, but, uh, and of course, and of course he just, you know, he had, uh, he had double knee replacement surgery, not that long ago. So yeah, his body is not where it, where it once was. Uh, but he has had a very, very long career. Uh, he's done a lot over, over the course of that career. And, I mean, when you sit there and think, not just his career in uh, WWE, which is probably now what the majority of people know him for, but, of course, for those of us who are a little bit older, you know, his his WCW days as the natural. So... um, so that so that's it. Um, if you if you were watching uh, SmackDown Live tonight, you might have seen at the uh, first commercial for the Purge that yeah of a rather familiar a rather familiar face. Indeed, Tyrus. Tell him. Yeah. Which I had not seen that before. So, and speaking of and speaking of. Uh, Tyrus, um, and well, or I should say, um, wrestlers being involved in uh, other projects. Big Show will be um, playing. He's landed the role of Big Pink in the upcoming second season of Happy on uh, on Sci-Fi. So cool. Yeah. So, oh, anybody who uh watches watches sci-fi, watches happy, you're going to get to see big show. Um cool. I don't I should be watching happy. I hear good things, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I watch with the old. Hey man, okay. I, I I don't know about all y'all wives out there or husbands for that matter, depending on what's going on. But uh, my husband doesn't really let me touch the remote control. Oh. <laughs> hey, so that's, yeah, that's that's the that's the he pretty much decides the man owns watch. the remote. Okay. Hey. And it should not waste since I was a child, man. It's like, come on, man, give me a break. Hey, your dad, your dad owned the remote control. Now your, now your hubby owns the remote control. So, well, hey, that's normal. That's normal. Um, Kofi Kingston is now a record holder. Oh, you don't say. He is. 
He is the most successful tag team competitor in WWE history. He, I'm not even surprised. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not surprised. He just passed Billy Gunn for the most combined days holding a tag team championship at 954 days. Oh, um, hold Oh. And most of most of that, of course, has been with the new day, and the top and the top three: Kofi, Billy Gunn, and in third place with 932 days. And this will show you how long it's been since anybody else has had a, a tag title? team. Oh, okay. Tag team. All right. Okay. Okay. Somebody get the cat <laughs> swap the screws out. No, no, that's but, not. No, no, no. That's nothing to do with it. I just thought you meant belt overall or a certain belt. Like, no, I don't no, know, tag. You know. As a tag team champion, okay. The third place with 932 days as a tag team champion, Mr. Fuji. Wow. Yeah. So you are reaching way far back to find anybody who is close in oh. amount Sorry, of time holding a tag yeah. team belt. Okay, speaking of Fuji, all right, I don't know about y'all, but if you got the the WWE Network, you're watching WWE Storytime, okay? I don't care who you are. If, if you're like me and you like stories, you're watching it. Okay, I was yeah, watching one and they were stuff. talking about they were saying that Fuji was the the rib, the rib master, and he oh, had disciples. Yes. He, he had disciples that would basically do what he wanted, so nothing would happen to them. And that's that's not that's not my concern here. My concern was they. It was set actually. It was Razor Ramon in his photo shoot. That's what it was. Um, they are, he, he says it, it got expensive. It started to get expensive, but he was like the rib master. So I'm like, what do you mean it got expensive? What do you mean? <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. In other, in other words, Jim probably had had guys buying stuff to use in these in these ribs that he would plan out on the boys. Yeah. Apparently, he just. He was like the biggest jokester ever, ever. I would, it, I had, would believe yeah. it. Yeah. I would believe it. That's what it. Razor Ramon was saying. Because if you watch the thing, it's a little thing. It's called a photo shoot. And they take you through like photo a shoot, photo album. Yeah. Yeah, of their right. life and shit like that. And that was part of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Ramon's not quite so. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I actually love that little program. I do. It, it's good. It's good. I've I've watched, because um, I've watched, of course, uh um, the one with Dustin, uh, the one with, uh, Ric Flair and Charlotte is, uh, is really good. Um, it's a little, it gets a little difficult to watch because when a picture of, uh, of Roddy Piper comes up, Rick just, the, the tears just start flowing. That was, Roddy was, uh, was Rick's, uh, yeah, I was watching that road buddy. Friends, they were road buddies. He, was, he said he said he was the best guy ever. Just 
you know? Yeah. He's like my best friend. He says, I don't have too many friends, so I'm glad to call him my friend. He left us way too soon. And that was another thing yeah. he was saying. He said he was, they got to him in uh, Rick, um, Ricky Steamboat, and he's just the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. And all I could say was, damn right. And he was, I'll tell you. Yeah. Meeting, Steam, meeting Steamboat is like meeting a friend you haven't seen in a long time. Because when he saw me, hey, how you doing? You know? <laughs> yeah. How's it going, yeah. you know? It's like meeting yep. an old friend, and, and he opens his arms, and he wants you to come hug him. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, he genuinely wants to hear what you have to say. Right. He's just, I mean, it's yeah. like, it's like I keep talking about, you know, I, the reason that I have such personal respect for, <laughs> for Paul Heyman and that. Yeah. And oh, I, I, I think I've. He's a total and dick I think cheeseburger, I've, but yeah. Well, he's actually, he's cheese. not. Actually, no, he's his not. persona, the way he comes off. His persona is. But, but the man himself. Oh, and I think I've and I think I've told this story, and so I, I might I might that. just I might just save it for uh, for next week okay. at uh, one of those points in uh, anniversary. You know, we need yeah. it. Um, well, a uh, former <laughs> a former ECW star is uh, is back out uh, taking bookings again. Oh, Kit Cash. Oh, there's a name I haven't heard in a he, bit. Like right. for more than a bit. He will he will be um That's he will be wrestling cool. for a promotion called um World Class Revolution this weekend. Oh. I'm uh I'm pulling up the uh the poster right now on this. Um it's called, and the, the uh, event is called Oklahomania. It's in uh, Ardmore, Oklahoma. This uh, okay. is coming uh, Saturday night. Yep. And so he's uh, so he's no. going to be uh, he's back uh, taking bookings and um, working. Oh, he'll uh, he'll do uh, training seminars. All all of that. That sounds pretty excellent. Right, right. Um, and for and for and for those of, and for those of us who thought that uh, the broken one, the woken one, had mm-hmm. had 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 declared himself obsolete. Mm-hmm. Maybe mistaken. Who, Matt? Yes. I, I, the, the boy is fused from the freaking waist up. Come on now. Well, there is a there is a there is a show in the works. They re, WWE recently surveyed fans about potential WWE network shows in the works, and one of them was called House Hardy. Halloween special. Oh my shit! The show's created. Go inside the wonderful world of the Hardy family in this delightful short and from short form scripted sitcom 
Featuring Matt and Jeff Hardy. Oh, a sick, Matt and Jeff in a, in a sitcom. Uh-oh. Yes. It appears the details All right, I hate clear. to interrupt. Who but, that? Uh, I have to go for a little bit. I will call back in when I can get back home. I got to go with mom to the store because Gabe needs something for his computer for work. All right. Oh. Okay. I'll be back. I'll be back. Okay. Okay. All right. Should be going. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Okay. But anyway, but anyway, on Twitter, Matt posted this. Senior Benjamin, I need you to prepare the Dome of Deletion and the Hardy compound for celebration. House Hardy is expecting guests in the near future. Oh, my God. <laughs> and also prepare the battlefield for massacre if needed. The broken oh universe is alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but speaking of that, the Halloween special. Yeah. You know what that? You know what that might mean, Katie? What? What do you? What do you get if you if you go for tricks and treats at House Hardy? Come on, you should know this. House Hardy, oh man. Some people know I'm on air and they gotta shut up. <laughs> I missed it. I missed a meeting. I am not a very good co host. I should be slapped on slapped on the wrist. Well, let's see. We could uh we we could we could do something Towards that, towards that end for uh, of course we can. having having right. missed having missed meeting and that. Um, but anyway, come on, Katie, what what does the broken one hand out for tricks and treats on Halloween? Oh, green beans, beans of green. Yes. Beans of green. <laughs> Beans of green for all. I deserve that. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> but oh if that oh if that happens, I that's that's one I that's one I will definitely watch. Well, cuz you can get like um no, you can't. They're, they they have wasabi peas. I wonder if you can get them like green beans like that too. Who knows? Who knows? Because you can get wasabi peas right in their pod too, right? Um, uh, I believe that I believe that might uh, might in fact be in fact be the case. Um, right. so, um, oh, and if you and if you noticed, there was there is a new opening segment for WWE programming, and. You may and you may have caught a certain person that wears red mm-hmm. and yellow. Hulk Hogan is back in the opening. Yes. Yeah. So once oh again, yeah. WWE ever since, ever since rewrites been mingling backstage. Yeah, history. Right. WWE once again rewrites history, and um, and Hogan is Hogan is back in it again. Um, and Hogan is Hogan again. He's not Voldemort anymore. Yes. 
Exactly. Hogan is back. Damn right. Yep. It's true. He was freaking Voldemort. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't care. Uh, I don't care. I didn't. I didn't lose my love. I didn't stop being a Hulkamaniac. I didn't not love him anymore. Didn't not want to talk about him anymore. And while they kind of they kind of had to since this year the Hall of Fame speeches, almost everybody mentioned Hogan, especially Hillbilly Jim. Mm. Yeah, who had the longest speech ever. <laughs> but I didn't care. I like stories. You know that. And also, I love him, so I was I was sitting there going, "Tell us more," <laughs> you know. Oh my gosh! Okay, um, all right. Uh, un- boy, there's some uh, unfortunate, uh, sad news. Um, Sean Waltman's uh, first wife, Terry, who is the mother of uh, of his uh, children. Uh, Who's Sean Passed Waltman? Away. I'm, I'm going to get slapped for this. X-Pac, yes. Okay, X-Pac. I thought so. I'm just making sure. Right. Um, X-Pac. And apparently, and and uh, said that uh, she lost her battle with mental illness and addiction. Oh, uh, no. I, so yeah, she overdosed. That, I'm thinking oh. that uh, unfortunately sounds like the case. I, I had so. a friend who did the so I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, very, very unfortunate uh, news. We definitely you know. Um, again, folks, addiction is not something to be messed with. If you've got a problem, get help. Oh, it's easier to get help than to, yeah, then to uh, have not to get leave, help, leave people behind. I'm ser- seriously speaking as a mental health patient myself. Um, I suffer. I do suffer with depression and anxiety, massive anxiety. And there's other things too that you don't need to know that. That's another story for another time. Um, but yeah, get help. I get help. <laughs> get help. I take my meds. You know, um, as you know, you. You hear, you can hear the anxiety in my voice sometimes, um, but that's also why I get really excited. I'm also ADHD. Uh, it's why I'm part of the reason why I'm as passionate as I am is my mental illness. I wouldn't be me without it. So I'm not defined by it, but uh, it's it. I have my struggles. I have my challenges. I, I you know, I have my days where it's. I, I'm more of a. Why am I here? There's got to yeah. be a reason. Why the hell am I here? So I sit there and look for reasons why I'm still here. And that's what keeps yeah. me here. Also, right. also because, you know what, I wouldn't want to be found like that. And I have too many people left to piss off on, on, this, on this earth. And, well, tomorrow, <laughs> I have to, tomorrow, tomorrow I have to be on air. So, and Sean, Sean will kill me because I'm kind of a contractually obligated. So, um, yeah, Sean will kill me if I'm not here tomorrow. And if I'm not here for anniversary, oh, God. Oh my God! Seriously, man, he'll put himself in a coma and come after me and come and bring me back or something, you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So no, I'm, so. Not, I'm not going anywhere. There's never a worry. But yes, yes, please get your help. There you go. Um, a lot, a lot of mental mental health 
places now. They do work with addiction. Um, we've got Canadian Mental Health Addiction Research Center, and a lot of the mental health is addiction research centers now. So I'll tell you straight up, if you have an addiction, you're going to get helped faster. I'll tell you straight mm-hmm. up nowadays because yeah. um, that is one of the things a lot. I, I don't, I'm a pothead. That's, that's my thing, but there, it's, there's a lot of addictive personalities. There's a lot of, um, we call it escapism, you know, you, you need to mm. escape. So there's something you're going to take. And a lot of the time it's not marijuana. Okay. A lot of the time. And a lot, and, and a lot of the other times it's just not alcohol anymore. You know, right. like, there's, yeah. And nowadays yeah. you don't know what. Nowadays you don't know what you're sniffing or, or sniffing or shooting anymore. You know, so yeah. If you are using and you're not ready to quit, at least know who you're buying from. Or if you can, and they do have them where you are located, um, safe injection sites. They'll test your stuff for you as you walk in. Okay. Well, of course, so, and, that's and the purity definitely and everything. that happening if here in this country. In it, everything. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a big crisis in Vancouver and in Toronto. Uh, they're they're going to the point where they want to press a lawsuit against the government because doctors push opioids because they get more money to uh-huh. push the opioids. Like, seriously, I'll tell you straight up. I am on no opioids. I take naproxen. That's a must. That's that's um that's an anti-inflammatory. I do yoga and smoke weed. That's what I do, because I don't want that garbage in my in my blood system. I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. Screw that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Plus I have a All right. Constitution. Back. <laughs> yeah. All right. So back on uh, back on to uh, other other news. Uh, looks yeah. like. Uh, We've already got uh, one signing out of the uh, out of the May Young Classic this this time, and oh, you tell. that I, well, I was watching and that day. is and that is none other than Mia Yim, yes, the wrestler formerly so known as Shade from the Dollhouse in TNA. And um, I know wasn't it Sienna or Savannah? Well, she she and Sienna worked uh, worked yeah, an opening round match together, and yeah, but I mean, uh, I, I, I was in case, is, you know, in yeah, which um, this is you know like one of that was uh, one of her first major ones after uh, coming back from uh, almost dying from uh, blood clots. Oh so, my you know, Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So. It, so if you if you notice, yes, Allison uh, definitely looks a lot thinner than uh, she, yeah, she did. was previously. Yeah. She she has she has lost a good yeah. amount of weight, probably at least a good twenty pounds. Okay, so what's the deal with uh, Miss uh, Mia? Did she sign with the? So is she going to NXT she is, or the, She is or? signed. She is signed. Um, she uh, reported for uh, training on September sixteenth. Excellent. For which NXT or the main roster? Well, it doesn't say NXT Performance Center. I think. Well, well, Performance Center. You know, I mean, remember AJ? AJ went to the Performance Center uh, before before he started, and he did not go through NXT. No, we didn't. They kept they kept Joe in NXT for a long time. I was so pissed off how long he was there. 
sure, sure he was holding the belt and all, and he was a force, but he should have been, yeah. Yeah, he, but he was also helping the young guys along, too, so... There's that, too, that, and he, he's... Like, that's probably... He's like, yeah, that's probably why they why they kept him in there for uh, quite a while in that. Um, now, uh, the, um, the upcoming... Uh, New oh um we should we should talk oh. about this too the uh, NWA NWA seventy show seventieth um, oh. anniversary show which uh, will be which will be on uh, pay per view on uh, on the fight app for those of you who uh, who uh, don't uh, have that now there are a couple of there are a couple of things on this um, for the uh, Cody Nick Aldis rematch for the NWA World Title. Calling that match will be none other than Tony Schiavone. Oh, very cool. But and this is the big one. Okay. Um, joining joining Championship Wrestling from Hollywood play by play man Joe Galley to do uh, to do color. For the NWA 70th anniversary show, Jim Coronet. Oh. oh yes, that's the corny news. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Yes, yeah, very nice. Uh, Kenny Omega has an endorsement deal. Oh my, okay, do tell. Kenny Omega is the spokesperson for Razer, R-A-Z-E-R, headsets in Japan. Which, you think about this, folks. This is a gaijin. This is a non-Japanese. And and they do this, and they, you know, now they do this with a lot of other, um, celebrities a lot there's been a lot of american celebrities that have been okay. featured in japanese tv commercials but this is as far as i can tell the first non-japanese wrestler to ever have a promotional deal in japan nice so so that's this, yeah, and who that is this is, again? I'm sorry. Who is this again? Canada, I, I Canada's word, own Kenny Omega. I heard Gaijin. I heard Gaijin, and I'm just like, okay, I've, I've heard Guaylo, now I've heard Gaijin. Cool. No, guy, yeah, Gaijin. No, Gaijin is a uh, is Guaylo's a uh, is a Japanese term for uh, for a uh, non-Japanese. Yeah, and Guaylo is Chinese for the same thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and speaking of uh, New Japan, um, the uh, the card for uh, for this Sunday night at uh, um, Long Beach, California, for uh, Fighting Spirit Unleashed. This thing is loaded. Okay, um, Tomohiro Ishii and uh, Kazukicha Okada will be facing off against Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. Uh, Juice Robinson defends the IWGP United States Championship against the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Cody. 
Nice. The Young Bucks will be defending the IWGP Tag Team Championships against the Gorillas of Destiny. And if you have not seen these guys, Excuse me. I mean, they'll... You talk, you talk about a team that has the pedigree. These are the two sons of the legendary Haku, a.k.a. King Tonga. Nice. Who, One of my uh, favorites. Who, oh. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, if you've seen pictures of him lately, yeah, his, hair, his Ooh, hair's gone yeah. a bit gray, but, uh, but it's looking good. he looks like he could, let's put it this way, King Tonga. he looks like he could still go. Um, yeah. Now this is this is a this is a match that I would love to see. Um, it's a uh, it's the semifinals for uh, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight uh, title, and right. it's uh, and it's Will Osprey facing off against the villain Marty Skrull. Nice. I oh, nice. You don't even see... know. I love that. You don't even know. I, I love him. I, Okay. I want to I see that him. match. That man Which one? Is, 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 anything. I said that man, not that match. I said that man. Okay. Well, Marty which Skrull, man? You, Marty Skrull. Okay. Okay. That okay. man, first of all, he the, the mask he wears, nobody, I don't, I don't know if anybody besides me or if you're interested in the subject has picked it up. That is one of the creator gods of, of um Egyptology, that is Thoth. That is a Thoth, a Thoth mask. He's the creator of uh, the written word. Okay? Mm. So he's, yeah. And so that right there got me. And he and he's a complete asshole. So Darren loves him just as much as I do. And his, <laughs> it, his, his gear is, is awesome. And he wears a top hat. So he's got me right there. Okay? Um, first, I thought he was going to be like Galahard. And, and just, but no, he's freaking awesome. Okay, I love yeah. this man. He's just ruthless and rude and nasty and tactless and uncouth with absolutely no freaking, yeah, no freaking manners. I love him. He's great. Yep, yep. So he's got manners. Oh, yeah. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kushida will be facing the team of Jay White and Ghetto. Um. Tetsuya Naito, Evil, and Sonata will be facing Zack Sabre Jr. and Killer Elite Squad. The team of Flipboard, Chris Saban, who of course was uh, uh, one half of the uh, Motor City Machine Guns for all you uh, old-time TNA fans, and Jeff Cobb. Somebody... Katie has yeah. uh, been Jeff able to get her arms around. Oh, um, honey, I, I can't get my arms around him. He's a big boy, and I don't mind. <laughs> well, they'll be fa- they will be facing off against the team of best friends and Hiroki Goto. And and it's been a while since uh, either one of these guys has been in Japan, but. Um, Two-thirds of SoCal Uncensored, Frankie Kazarian, and and my old uh, training buddy from uh, Windy City, Christopher Daniels, 
will be facing Chase Owens and Hangman Page. And this is actually going to be a first for Daniels because it will be the first time that he actually wrestles in Japan without a mask on. Previously, when he was in Japan, he wrestled under the uh, Japanese comic book persona of of, uh, Curry Man. Oh, I know that name. I do so. Yes, I do, because I've heard it more than five times here. So, of course, I know the name. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Well, now... Well, now Kazarian and Daniels will be together there as a tag it's team very, against Chase Owens cool. and Hank Page. Oh, And I said Japan, and it's and it's in yeah, that's in California, duh. Yeah, yeah. and Long Beach, I know it. which I know isn't it. that far because he lives. Cause I he know. Lives, uh, um, around LA. And I love me. Some, uh, I love me some Chris Daniels. I'm telling you, Vince, you're a jackass. You could have had him, all right, but he wasn't—he wasn't a muscle man like you wanted. So, and he wasn't, well, he was, wasn't he was, big enough for he was enough six, for you. Yeah, he wasn't six, 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 seven. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, um, that man—that man is, is quick. Okay, that man then, is quick. Right, and then uh, and then ACH. And you look at uh, his style. Yeah, and then AJ yeah, Sorry. ACH, uh, Suki Taguchi, and uh, Jushin Thunder Liger will be squaring off against Rapungi 3K. So awesome. this card looks Very cool. absolutely oh, man. loaded. Um, oh, and I don't know if you if you saw this yet. If you have not, uh, okay. go and watch go and for? watch this on YouTube. Um, there is a there is a great they shot a great video um, with uh, Tessa Blanchard and um, a gal that, oh, uh, that a lot of fans a lot of fans are mistaking oh, as sexy star and it's not it's uh, it's a uh, female wrestler named uh, Chica Tormata. But, Chica Tormata, hold on. Chica yeah. Tormanta, say that five times fast. Chica Tormanta, Chica yeah. Tormanta, Chica Tormanta, Chica Tormanta, <laughs> Chica Tormanta. There we go. <laughs> See, you, you, would be good <laughs> you know I have sometimes. to. <laughs> I right, have to. Right. Yeah. But that's fun to but say. Chica big, But the big thing uh, is is the uh, is the face is the face to face in the locker room confrontation between Tessa and. Bobby Apache. Oh, 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 and, oh! And if you I and if you watch Tessa. and if you because they're because they're uh, they were recently taping down in Mexico, and um, if you watched Impact last week, Bobby Apache says she wants her some Tessa Blanchard. So, that, oh, you know what? That that just sounds like sex. Thanks for the visual. Oh. <laughs> I want me some Tessa Blanchard. Okay, what does that sound like? Well, to you? hey, and 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 of course, well, see, and of course, Bobby oh, right now is got you know, Bobby right now uh, is got kind of the uh, butch um, crew cut thing going because, of course, her hair is just growing back. She lost it uh, um, August twenty fifth in the. Uh, Hair versus mask match 
to uh, Lady Shani at uh, Triple Mania, which we will definitely be talking about very extensively uh, next Wednesday night on anniversary with our good friend uh, Hugo Savinovich, who is, of course, uh, one of the oh producers and commentators for for Triple uh, and so that is gonna that is gonna be awesome. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, <clears throat> I'm getting a little dry throated here, so we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna take a we're yeah, gonna take a short breather uh, here, and that that way uh, Katie can uh, refresh her call. And uh, yep, if yep. anybody wants to uh, call in and be in here live, uh, we'll do that. Uh, but uh, you will. Uh, be, you'll be hearing us back here in just another few minutes. You are listening to Tuesday Night Turmoil live in... Thank you. 
off. This is the ECW original, C.W. Anderson. You're listening to TWR Slam on the Graveyard Radio Network. The reason I listen to that is because I'm an Anderson. I like that. Because I'm an Anderson. Yep, and indeed he is. <laughs> all right, all right. A uh, little, uh, little blast from... Little blast from the past there with uh, with C.W. Anderson. Um, so uh, just a uh, just a reminder uh, tomorrow night, Double D Rose for Ladies Night, and next week anniversary two nights, and it's gonna get real crazy in here. Oh yeah, it's oh. gonna get nuts. Yes, yes, we have some surprise guests lined up. Uh, some of which Katie doesn't even know who they are. You know are. what? Sometimes I like that. I like that because then you get the perfect surprise and you get that high-pitched squeal out of me that everybody wants to get other than the snort and trying to make me lose my breath and not be able to breathe and possibly go to the hospital. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, anyway, so... Uh, Monday Monday Night Raw last night started out with um, Baron Corbin opening the uh, limousine door and out pops Stephanie and oh, yeah. Corbin starts birthday. doing a bad version of yeah. Happy Birthday. And yeah, she's, yeah, she's only forty two, eh? Yeah, she's only yeah, she's only forty two. Yep. But hey, you know, okay, you uh, you know, you you live a healthy lifestyle, and you also uh, have a uh, built-in gym in the office, so you can work out like a fiend. And hey, you know, you can you know, plus plus a little uh, plus a little enhancement surgery, and hey, you can look that good too. So. Um, so anyway, so Stephanie starts in, uh, talking about how disappointed she is with, uh, Corbin not being able to control the shield and says, okay, here's your chance. You, you get, you get a couple of, you get a couple of other guys and you face them in a six man tonight. Cause if you can't do it, um, Maybe uh, Kurt's vacation ends a little bit sooner than uh, originally planned. So then, so which then leads to the uh, actual in arena start with uh, the shield coming out <coughs> and <coughs> everybody getting a little mic time, <coughs> and then um. And then from there, um, out comes out comes uh, Strowman and Ziggler and McIntyre, but then they start playing the psychological games. They talks about uh, they talk about how um, El Bronson's that uh, he's seeing the cracks in the in the shield. And yep. then, um, and then uh, Ziggler and uh, McIntyre 
start uh, start directing everything towards Ambrose, um, telling him that uh, you know that they need that the Shield needs him, he doesn't need them, that uh, he was at one time a champion, but now it's only oh Seth and Roman with belts, and yada yada yada. Uh huh. And that, and yeah, trying to get into his head. So right, and so and so Actually, Roman's like, and so Roman's like, hey, you know what? <laughs> you know, it's here. If you want, if you want to uh, talk, then get in here and and let's fight. But then you know, Corbin runs in, breaks that, breaks that up. Says he and his partners will deal oh, with oh. the shield. <clears throat> Um, so then from there we go to the opening match and which, uh, Finn Balor with, uh, Bailey in his corner, uh, faces Uh Jinder Mahal, who is being accompanied by, by Crazy Foxy. Oh my God, is she off the wall? Oh man. And people call me nuts. It's just kind of crazy and she's it. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. I don't think they've even got a classification for her kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if she's split personality, if she's multiple. I don't know if she's borderline. I just, yeah. She's, <laughs> she's she something, up. whatever she it wants is. Fuck, she wants fucked up little little bean, I tell you. Yeah. Bean of green, yeah. I tell you. There you go. There you go. Um, so, uh, so that, so, um, eventually winds up with, uh, some outside action, uh, with Bailey, not only knocking, uh, Alicia down, but, uh, she takes, uh, she takes the Singh brother that's, uh, still around and, uh, gave him belly to belly. And while that happens, Finn rolls up uh gender gets the gets a three count and then after that um then uh gender takes and uh, abuses Singh and then all of a sudden boom they sit down he he gets he gets into his little cross leg position and Foxy gets into the cross leg position and all of a sudden, Shakti. Shakti. And, and, oh, and, and they and 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 genders, you know, tell, yelling at him to get down and do it with them. But you notice he did not do that. So, who knows? We may have we may have the may makings of an what's going on. Could be. Well, well actually, well, actually, in this case, it would be a face turn. <clears throat> so, uh, then comes the uh, ill-fated uh, six-woman tag match uh, with uh, Natty and the Bellas against uh, against the Riot Squad, and which winds up basically being a... Uh, um, a three on two, and uh, Riot Squad. Riot Squad wins by 
Um, Ruby uh, getting getting uh, getting the riot kick on uh, Natty. So, um, it's some and, kicking her. Yeah, it is. I mean, she's got it's she's got great stretch. You know, I mean, honestly, she has a she has an excellent leg stretch that can get up Watch that her. high. Watch her story; she's come a long way. Oh, absolutely! From her long days here way. in uh, IWA yeah. to you know being to being here, it's like oh my gosh, you know. Oh yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So then, so then oh, from great. there we get the. Uh, um, the the uh, the uh, Connor's Cure segment. Then from there to the backstage, and we get uh, more of the mind games going on with uh, with Dolph asking Dean where the shield was when he almost died with the staff infection. Yeah, uh, and that, that's that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then and then yeah. from there. We go to Hyper Chad Cable, Gable against Connor. Um, yeah. Mercifully short match, which uh, surprisingly Connor actually gets to pick up the victory on. And that, um, and then uh, and then from there we get another backstage uh, where uh, Charlie Caruso uh, gets. Gets trips to talk about the uh, match next uh, Saturday, and this is early Saturday. We'll talk about the time for the pay per view here in a little bit. Um, but uh, Triple H talking about uh, the Undertaker and that, and then the match that Vince was most impressed with last night. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus The Revival. Oh, yes. That was a damn fine match. I will say that as well. Yes. Also because The Revival, they, they deserve to have that match. Yeah, it was, well, it was, it was great to see The Revival being allowed to be the tag team that they actually are. And that, yes, you know, they are. They're, they're a and, damn good tag team. They are absolutely, absolutely. I, I am a big fan of. I'm a big fan of their work. I mean, they definitely remind me of, um, like a like a Bruiser and Crusher, Texas Outlaws. Um, yeah, they're good. Ole and Ole and Arn. Ole and Arn. Oh. Uh, You're gonna go that uh, far, are you? Horseman type stuff. Well, I went I went really far back when I said Bruiser and Crusher. <clears throat> so, um, so then you so then from there you get um, the Kevin Owens show with Elias, and from there, uh, from there, uh, little little Leo Rush shows up and. Next thing you know, that leads to uh, Bobby Lashley against Elias, and um, with that, uh, um, 
they uh, get they get uh, they get Leo in there, and so Lashley wins. Uh, Lashley wins by uh, DQ and that. Um, so then, yeah, my yeah, and games gets his, and gets gets his part, little, yeah. Yeah, Mind Games Part Gets a little Two. Messy. Yeah. yeah, but uh, Mind Mind Games Part Two, and this time Seth is playing the Mind Games on Drew McIntyre. Yep. Talking about how you know, Braun and Dolph are getting all getting all the opportunities. And they're and they're using and they're using um, McIntyre to oh go ahead and get uh, and get what they and get what they want from oh for themselves while while McIntyre gets nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, well, he breaks his back. They get everything, yep. and he gets sweet, sweet piss all. Yep. Yep. Um. And so, and so, from there we get the next match, which was uh, Nia Jax uh, with Ember Moon backing oh, her yes. up again. Oh. Against uh, against night. Roxy Roxy Foxy, who had Alexa Bliss and Mickey James in her corner. Um, a lot of good, a lot of good uh, stuff there. Ember uh, gets a uh, gets a couple of uh, shots in. Um, Naya Naya wins uh, with the uh, Samoa drop. Damn right. And then uh, she's she's just. She, uh, seriously, I mean, I okay. I'm probably gonna say this the wrong way, and I um, and that's okay. But I'm telling you, whatever she's doing, whatever regiment they have her on, with it, with her diet, and I know she's doing some serious uh, powerlifting. But whatever she's doing, she's just looking incredible. I mean, every week you notice the weight dropping off of her, and just her just getting more toned and more toned. She's yeah. Just, yeah. She's always and, been yum um, diddy yum yum she's, for me. She's always yeah. she's always been yum diddy yum yum for me. Okay, always, 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 always. But damn, Naya. And she's coming in yeah. her own. She's gaining her confidence. You see her. You see her smiling and laughing well, during during the promos and really and right. whatnot. Well, she's actually up for a uh, People's Choice Award. I know. This year, I was about to bring that up too, and I yeah I. She wins. I want her to win. She just—that's—that's that's a big honor, you know. Cena's had a few of them, you know. So. Yep. Yeah. Oh, is—is that—is that Sean coming home and forgetting his keys or what? I don't know. <laughs> oh, someone's knocking at the door. Someone's ringing the bell. <laughs> that was me. Uh, yep. Told you. Yep. Um, so, because I um, had to run to Walmart. Hold on. I had to run to Walmart because Gabe is supposed oh, to start know. his new job tomorrow, and they did not tell him that he had to have a hardwired connection. So they send him home with the computer today thinking he can start work tomorrow, 
John had to try to play Captain Sabaho to go get him network cable Save-a-ho. and stuff. Okay. So, Why is your okay, Captain Sabaho? So your brother's a hoe, and you saved yeah. him from what? What did you, okay? No, you're not play, <laughs> playing Captain. Okay, I'm gonna. I need to correct you. I love you. I really do, but I need to correct you. <laughs> Captain Sabaho means that you're a guy that takes pity on girls that are are either going nowhere in their life or extremely psychotic. And okay, I meant Captain Save-A-Bro. Yeah, yeah Save-A-Bro. That's Captain Save-A-Ho. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we are working on it, and sorry I had to leave, but this takes precedence because I can't have him lose his job. So This is true. He's Yeah, and he's got to uh, sleep, so he couldn't go. Yeah. So, yeah. um, it's, uh, it's one of those things. I'm back. Uh, where are we at? Okay, so okay, we're, we're just getting to the main event. We're just getting to the main okay. event. Um, of what show? With uh, the Shield versus uh, Baron Corbin and, so uh, and the AOP. Okay, I have to say I saw the AOP coming. I did not tell either one of you about it, but I just got a hunk, uh, a hand clean. That, I knew it was going to be somebody big. Uh, I, well, when I didn't see AOP announced for the show and they didn't come out earlier in Raw, I'm like, this motherfucker's going to pull out AOP. You just watch. And sure enough, yeah. AOP, AOP motherfucker. Right. AOP. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it wasn't really shocking, but it was some good stuff. I'm glad that, you know, those yeah. two. They are related to Roman Reigns, believe it or not. They are somewhat related to Roman Reigns, whether it be like second or third cousins or something like that. But they are related. Uh, they are in this. They are I, in that dynasty. Okay. Okay. Is the, the Isle of Samoa is I, okay? I'm not trying to be rude and nasty or judgmental, stereotypical, or any any isms whatsoever. But did, is that is that like the whole Isle of Samoa related, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that there's some incestual bullshit going on or anything, but, but like, is everybody fucking everybody? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. Um, is, is this, is this like, is sex like boring somebody's bicycle? Over there? Hey man, I like your sister. Hey, come give her some babies, eh? Like, is, 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 is that the deal here? Like, you're so oh cute. Get in the truck. God. Like, what's going on here? You know? Holy shit. Oh my um, god. You know, well, you know I'm going to put it like that. You know, um, they are related to Roman Reigns, and it was some good stuff. Um, I did yeah. get a little bit cut short, obviously, but that's what you have to expect with WWE and that. So um, I was glad to see AOP in the main event. Um, obviously, they are doing something right for a change, but um, the Soul Authority thing... No wonder why they got their lowest rating. The authority is back. Hallelujah. I, Praise the authority. Yeah. Well, okay. also, it, it though, also thing, though, what they were up thing. against. It was one thing when, when the authority was in last time. Okay, at least it was, you know, somewhat entertaining. Sure, it pissed you off and whatnot. But now it's just like, really? I got to look at fucking bald-ass, bald-ass chicken fucker Baron Corbin for how many fucking hours now? <laughs> The fuck, man! It did not sign up for this happy horseshit. Right. Yeah. Um. 
Well, we're going to break from this because we've, we've, we've gone ahead and ended. We're going to go ahead and end the Raw segment. Uh, we're going to take right. another song break, and I'm going to come back with my shit list because I have one tonight uh, that I didn't get to get to in the first hour and 20 minutes of the show because I really yeah. wasn't here. Um, so we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about SmackDown. We're going to talk about some other things that are looming. I don't know if Steve Kane told everybody the good news, but Tony yes, Schiavone so. will be calling Nick Aldis yes. versus Cody Rhodes. I'm very yes, excited about this. I am very excited about this. Uh, you, know what you, need and- to do? you know what you need to do? If you're going to go out, I don't have your phone number. Give me your damn phone number. I, I, don't, I, don't, know, I don't know if I can text you while I'm on air. Cause I, yeah, I might be. I might be able to. I'm okay. something, anything, something, so we can inform okay. me what we've done. Okay. Um, you know, I, I'm definitely excited about that as a kid growing up watching WCW and hearing Tony Schiavone call a good, great deal of that yeah. action, especially through all of Nitro. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a sentimental thing to me. It would be the same thing if they were to bring back JR. Um, oh, geez. Oh, no, 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 no. For me, it, you'd, you'd, for me, bring back Gorilla Monsoon. Well, I'm saying well, bring back somebody alive. Yeah. I mean, Monsoon, yeah, yeah, all the, all the, me, um, yeah, exactly. Jesse all the, the guys that, all the guys that Jesse I body, grew up listening to, unfortunately, are all gone now. So, oh, well, I wouldn't Jesse, have. Come on now. I know. Okay, that's me growing up to Jesse the Body, not you. Sorry, Jesse the Body right, still around. Exactly. They need to bring him back. I they need to say, bring him back for another match. I grew up with uh, with Roger Kent and with uh, Sam Meneker, so you can't forget about oh. Gordon Sully. Lions. Um, no. Nope. Um, what the hell is his name? Lions. Um, he had a British accent. He used to oh, announce who? with Vince. Oh, uh, freaking uh, lions! Oh, oh, Red God, hair. No. Red hair. Lord, Lord Alfred Hayes. Lord Alfred Lord Hayes, Hayes, yes. That, was it Lord Alfred Hayes? Why am I thinking lions for? I don't know, but it was Lord Alfred Hayes. I don't know. That, Billy, you know what? Billy, okay, Billy you know what? Lions was you know what the I'm wrestler. Say? Yeah. What, you know what? Well, three lions is what uh, Manchester United, which is our, our English footy team in my household. So three lions means English, and, he, and Lord Alfred Hayes was English. So I'm not all that wrong. So there. All right. All right. Well, we're going to take our song break. We're going to come back with my shit list, and we're going to come back and talk SmackDown. And we'll be back in about three minutes, 30 seconds. This is some uh, good old classic stuff by Cole Chamber. I'll tell you the name of the song after it. Bye. We'll be right back. Okay. Even though we just got back.
cover me The Monkey by Cole Chamber featuring Ozzy Osbourne. You are live back inside the ER. We hope you like it so far. And oh, well, I'll, I'll tell you a little something. I, I'm always in for something that's Ozzy, anything. It doesn't matter. Him and I have the same birthday. Therefore, I, um, yeah, I, uh, personally, I guess you'd call it, am obligated to uh, adore, love, and worship him. <laughs> <laughs> You have the same thing with Ozzy Ozzy. that I have with The Undertaker. The Undertaker debuted one day before I was born at the 1990 Survivor Series. It was on November 22nd, 1990. I I was born November 23rd, 1990. I think uh, I I was alive when uh, Black Sabbath came out. I'm pretty sure I was. But I can't. The only thing I have with him is birthday. I know I was. Um, But have you you seen Taker live? Because I've seen Ozzy live. No, I have not. Uh, that has been a dream of mine. And uh, believe me, if I had the money to be flying to, to Melbourne, believe me, if I had the money to be flying to Melbourne, Australia for Super Showdown, I would be going over there and, and be witnessing that match front row center and uh, hopefully meeting The Undertaker at some point during that um, because it's, it's, it's on my bucket list. Like, you have no oh, idea gosh. how much I, I love, love The Undertaker. I, I love The Undertaker. I've been a big fan. Uh, well, I used to you know, be afra- he, definitely afraid he, of this man, but I, I, well, later you yeah. I, 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 I don't know anybody that loves him more than Steffers and, or my buddy uh, Adam. Adam Dore, you're not listening, but hi. But, uh, yeah, just, like I can remember Adam, and I used to live with him and his mom. And I can remember every morning he'd wake up, he'd play his intro, and that's the only way he could wake up properly. He'd just go over. He'd he'd he'd, he'd, his alarm would go off. His alarm would go off. He'd reach over, push play on the tape deck, and yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, that's it. I see. Like I say, I actually, I actually, I actually saw Undertaker live, but that was back. But that, of course, was also back in the day when he was still Mean Mark. In WCW, and he uh, wrestled against uh, Lex Luger at right. a house show at uh, right. the UIC Pavilion. Right. Well, you got to see him pre Undertaker gimmick. Uh, there's nothing. Right. There is nothing like the aura in an arena 
when those gongs go off. Oh, I'm sure. Like and the that. Blue light comes. And the purple light comes on. It's an actual. It's, it's actually blue. a purple light. It looks blue. It looks blue, oh. but it's purple. Then uh, it's electric freaking blue, which is close to purple, so we're both right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I have actually I shared some stuff with Katie and Steve um, yeah. over the weekend. And I said, if you want to buy me something for my birthday and have a thousand dollars, here's what you can buy me. And it is the thank you taker urn, commemorative urn, from when he retired at the one WrestleMania and left his boots and stuff in the ring. And that oh damn God. thing, the autograph, is worth a thousand dollars. Like the the Undertaker is one of the most sought after uh, autographs, and it is one of the most expensive because he does oh not. He does not do a lot of autograph signings and stuff. So yeah. you get to meet him and get a picture with him, which is what I want to do. I think I would die. Um, I would just have to meet him. I'm not paying. I mean, because while Bernie paid, while Bernie was telling me when he came with Dreamwave to one of the Comic-Cons, well, Becca got to meet him too. Becca's got size J boobs, so imagine how uh, Ric Flair reacted. Um <laughs> Uh, when I what I was told when he came to Toronto, it was ninety bucks. I believe it. I believe it for, for and, Flair. And I'm sure Bernie, for Bernie Flair. didn't pay that obviously because she worked it right. But yeah, well, for Flair ninety bucks. I would have looked at him and said, "I'm sorry, Mr. Flair, I really can't put that kind of." Money I don't out. know what Dreamwave charged when he was here. He was down here where I'm living uh, when Dreamwave had him. They were charging upwards of $150 for their gold VIP package. Um, yeah. I can't see doing that to a fan in an area where I know that the medium house, median household income will not support that. Yeah. And that was mm-hmm. my problem with it. Uh, still to this mm-hmm. day, I had a problem. I, I will have a problem with that because the median household income here does not support a price tag of $100 for an autograph session. No. Um, it just it, it, nope. it won't do it. And with that, I mean, um, and with that, I'm going into my list because. I mean, like, but, 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 but wait, just one second. I mean, like when when I took Becca to go meet Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, it was ninety bucks a ticket. But at least I got, you know, I, I didn't I didn't pay for my autograph for my autograph with Grado or MVP, and I, of course I paid I paid for Ricky. I don't care. I'm paying for Ricky. I didn't care. So well, the, you know, and that, I, I paid to get, I paid my ten bucks to get in the ring with them, and I paid for Becca to get in the ring with them too. I didn't care. It was only ten bucks a piece. You know, normally pictures are ten, ten bucks a piece, but Ricky's I will tell was twenty. You, you know, I will tell you, Ricky's was I will 20. tell you That's a quick story. Okay. When I met yeah. Vader, if you guys remember, a couple years ago on my birthday, I went over to SCW over in Iowa when we were still doing the show, and I went over and met Vader with my mom and one of my friends. And it shocked me that Vader was only charging $10 to get an autographed 8 by 10 and a picture in the ring with him. Like, I was full. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, but Steamboat was only charging 10 bucks to wear his, his ring. Get in the ring with him, wear his ring, and have that picture. Only 10 bucks. See? And that's See? why he's the greatest man ever. Well, and Vader was, <laughs> Vader was the coolest, coolest guy ever. Yeah. Like I didn't know he was giving yeah, away I my heard. tens and he heard it was my birthday and he was like he pointed me out and I'm like, Oh shit, like Vader is pointing me out in an audience. This is not a good thing. 
Yeah. So, he had security. He wants to he rip security. off my, no, it's like this. It's like, does he want to rip off my head and shit down my throat? Like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> um, but he had to. Run, he Sean, had to, run! He had security come over to me, and he and they're like, hey, he wants to give you an autographed 8 by 10 and he and he wanted you to come in the ring so he can personalize it. And I've got it on my wall. It says, happy birthday, Sean, from Vader. Keep up the good work. Yeah. And, like, that... It was like, wow, man, like, holy, like, just wow. Well, yeah, I was in awe. It was the same way when I met Bam Bam Bigelow all those years ago because Bam Bam, I I tell you what, that son of a bitch could go. Uh, You know what? That that son of a bitch could go, but you know what I wanted to do? There was only one thing I wanted to do, side-by-side cartwheels with him. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm not I can laughing. He's in a damn fine cartwheel. I can see it now. You and him doing cartwheels, holding hands, doing cartwheels. Oh yeah. I well, I, I well, yeah. <laughs> you know what? A cart- no, sweetheart, you need both hands for cartwheels, so we wouldn't be holding hands. I can do. I can do the one-handed cartwheel. Yes, yes, I can. But that's besides the point. <laughs> All right, it's time to get into my list. Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. All right, here we go. Some people have gotten offended by some things that I posted on the internet. Oh Lord, they're offended uh, by the things uh, I said on the internet, Steve Kane. Oh, it's no, snowflake muffins. <laughs> anyway, oh, no. um, as many of you will recall, I called the demise of Dreamwave Wrestling. I said that that of company was going to close from the beginning of this show until it actually happened. Um, I said that Powerhouse Wrestling wasn't going to make it, and the main reason Powerhouse Wrestling didn't make it is because I came in and ran them out of town. Um, and Steve Kane and I had a long conversation when AAW opened down here and said that they had a three-year longevity. They are lasting, too. It was announced, as we announced last week, that AAW is leaving LaSalle, uh, they are saying they are not leaving. Uh, they can call it what they want, but they are forced out of LaSalle. So unless they find another building, which I'm hoping they don't, um, and I know that makes me a bad person because there's going to be a lot of fans oh. down here that are let down. But you know what? If they would have done business oh. right in the first place, they wouldn't be in the predicament they're in now. 
Um, because there has to be some reason other than, well, the venue just doesn't want wrestling anymore. What did you do to cause the venue to not want wrestling anymore? You had to have done something. Something yeah. had to did have happened. Did you damage property? Did you damage property? Did you smoke on property when you were asked not to? Did people smoke weed on the property? Or did you break something on in the venue? Did somebody get hurt? Like, what, rabbit, what? Something happened, and we don't know what, but, you know... If they're not wanting you to come back after you've had a contract there for two years, and they're saying new owners, well, if new owners were smart, they'd see money as money. So it really shouldn't matter. Um, Yeah. They they can say what they want. I I don't buy it. I okay. Pro wrestling is a con man's game. You can't be a good con man. You can't be in wrestling. Uh, yep. And I'm not saying that I'm a con man myself, but it's the way it is. And, yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's the way it is. I'm going to let Steve Kane take over for one second. I left my cigarettes in the car. I have to go grab them. So hold on. Oh, hey. Come oh, on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like, Sean, like Sean says, and, I, and this has been one of my uh, life slogans for uh, many years for being in the wrestling business. Don't try to con a con, man. You know, and that's and it's and it's absolutely true. Um, you know, we had said that, especially in the you know, as as we were watching things go up with uh, AAW over there, and you know, I'm not knocking AAW as a promotion as a product. I actually worked the first ever show that. Um, was under the AAW banner when it was affiliated, quote-unquote, with the AWA. And that's another story for another another time frame altogether. And that, um, I mean, the promotion itself and the people who work in it are, uh, are very, are very good, are very good people in that. Um, but... But no, no, no. I have I have nothing personally against anybody that uh, works over at AAW. The problem is, okay. and this is something, and we talked about this uh, on the show last week, is that they're so focused on wanting to become a quote-unquote national promotion. I mean, they... Oh, they basically said that, uh, you know, they didn't consider anybody else that would be uh, running in the area that chose to run in the area down there as competition because they consider Evolve as competition. Okay. That's a fatal flaw. That is a fatal flaw right there. Oh, your competition is every other event that's happening in the particular area that you're running in, whether it be high school football games, high school basketball games, um, high school high school dances, um, the oh the local the local country band playing at the bar down the street, you know whatever the case may be, but 
what you need to do as a local wrestling promotion. Well, let's take the, is, let's take this in you retrospective need to, is you need to get out. Okay. Yeah, okay. One at a time for starters. Let's let's take this into re- sorry I was muted and I was talking and talking and nobody heard okay. me so it was my fault. Um, let's take this into retrospect, Steve, for a company that you worked for in the area before you came to work with me again. Uh, right. Rumble for the Kids drew 600 people on average every year, and still does, and that happens one right. time a year in Princeton. Right. Why can't AAW go from 300 people to 600 people with their quality of product? And that was the problem I had with it. I, and, and it was the same problem I had with Dreamwave. I said, if they can do those kind of numbers with no names, imagine what you could do with some advertising and that name. This was the big flaw that I saw when they brought Ric Flair down here. Okay? We're going to bring yeah. in Ric Flair, but we're not going to do the high school gymnasium. We're going to do the Knights of Columbus Hall that can seat 400 people, maybe more, and that's with us uh-huh. paying the fire marshal to get that many people in the door. Yeah, so look the other way. Exactly, um, which I believe AAW still does. I'm going to make that accusation now. Um, I believe that they, if they were to do a bigger show, they could pay the fire marshal and get them to look the other way, the same way that Jay Repsol did. Um, because there were many times that I was in that building where it was completely over capacity, and your knees were in somebody's ass because they packed you in so tight like sardines, it wasn't even funny. Um one of the reasons I stopped going to Dreamwave and AAW, because I like to be comfortable when I go attend a wrestling show. I don't want 20 million people on top of me. Yeah, I don't mind exactly. the atmosphere being packed into a place, but I like to be off in my own little corner somewhere where nobody, you know, I'm not cramped. Um, and it, it got to become, uh, I called the demise of AAW, or I called the demise of Dreamwave. I called Powerhouse Closing. I said that AAW wasn't going to make it, and I was right about all three things. And now people are pissed because I have been right about everything. And if you sit down and follow the patterns of mistakes that they have made, you will see that this was coming from a mile away. Steve and I, Steve and I, when we first heard rumblings that uh, the city wanted to tear down this building that they're running and totally redo it, we knew then that there was going to be an issue somewhere down the road with AAW running that building. Um, yep. And from the sounds of it, like I said before I left, I think they did something in that venue that they shouldn't have done. And that is why the venue does not want them back, even with new owners. Because, look, if I'm a new owner wow. and I've got this hot commodity that's coming into my building – and making me money every month, why the hell would I stop that? There has exactly. to be a solid reason. It's not a no. There's something that happened. You have to sit there and, and play connect the dots. Um, my other issue is this, and I, I actually want to pull up what his comments were to me because this will tickle everybody's pickle. Um, oh, I don't have a pickle. Well, it'll tickle you. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this I is, want that type of. It's just a this shush. is this is what uh, the main promoter and owner of AAW said to me. Dear Sean, we didn't leave LaSalle. They don't want wrestling anymore after the new year. 
There was over 300 people at the last show, so I wouldn't call that a failure. Well, we had pictures that proved otherwise. Our business model was always different than Dreamwave, so you can't compare the two. Yes, I can, and we'll get to that in a minute. We also catered to fans buying the show afterwards instead of being a weasel by posting pictures of empty chairs after the doors just opened. Why not post some videos or pictures of your shows to show me how it's done properly? I still have plenty to learn about promoting as what work is constantly changing. I don't claim to be good, good at this, but I do know lasting 13 years is not easy task, but I do know I will always be more respected that you as publicly shit stirring other group shows, your lack of any professionalism, you show lack of any professionalism. So good luck to you in your quest for being a big time promoter. And then him and all of his friends wanted to say that me bringing in Sir Mo is nothing but a joke. We'll get to that, too. We'll get to that. But I want to get to the first thing he said that, um, oh, what did he say here? Damn it. Where where did that go? What was the first thing? They're not not, uh, leaving its new owners. Right. That's, That's point number one. Because point number that, that's always going to be point number one. If you didn't do something wrong, even with new owners, they would be wanting to make that money. Um, you know, I I'm sorry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first one to tell you that when AAW leaves and you leave that building alone for a couple of years, if somebody comes along and wants that building in a couple of years, they're gonna get it. Yeah, I, I, and I truthfully believe that. Oh, um, people. I mean, and also people want wrestling. They're going to go to them and tell them, "Hey, we want wrestling." What's going on. So then here? I pointed. So then I pointed this out to Mr. Daniels, who this is not his first escapade of branching AAW out. I said, "Just like you didn't leave the Quad Cities, right?" No, that failed. But you can't fault anyone in trying something. Not everything goes as planned, but at least we tried. Yep. And the thing is, this is my main point. I can't compare them to Dreamwave. No, I can't, because they took over for Dreamwave. They took over a successful business model that was doing damn good and could have been improved on because I was one of the ones with Steve Kane that pointed out the many flaws that Dreamwave had in their years and came over and took over from Dreamwave. And in that two years that they were here, they did nothing for local growth. And what I mean by that is there was not one press release wrote to the local papers. There was not one TV commercial run in this area. There was not one radio ad run. There were very limited posters up. And there were no banners up around town to say that these shows were going on. And at the same time, they pushed out the Dreamwave fans by bringing in their product and shoving it down people's throats, which we know for a Mm -hmm. fact. Yep. So tell me what you did in two years to grow this town because you drew your niche market. You drew your 300 people that drive from all over, and that's all fine and well. But you did nothing to support local growth here from taking 300 people to 600 people, 600 people to 1,200 people, which I believe could be done down here because I've seen it done. Mm -hmm. Then we get on to the next problem. Mr. Dale Gagner. 
Oh, yes, Pete, I'm going there. And we are going to roll into a little bit of overtime tonight. Katie, if you have to leave, I understand. That's fine. Um, Mr. Dale Gagner came on this program uh, quite a few months ago. Uh, Well, I believe we had Johnny Stewart on and said that he was going to debunk the whole lawsuit between himself and between the AWA and WWE. He never came back to do that. And here's why. Steve Kane and I won't allow it. Because this guy has been sued more times by the WWE than Carter has got liver pills. Oh, my. Yeah. And I'm going to let Steve Kane tell you all about that while I finish my cigarette and reclaim my thoughts well, and get ready to come back. Well, I mean, yeah. The first, I mean, the first off is, I mean, he lied from point one because, you know, he told people that he had purchased the rights to the AWA name at a uh, at a bankruptcy auction, which is totally untrue. Okay, um, Vern has owned the rights to that for a long time. He actually purchased the rights from Reg Gagne, who owned it after after um after his dad retired. And so from there, um oh Vern got Vern got the library. Vern got Vern got everything No, that, you don't mean Vern, you uh, mean I mean, I mean Vince got Vince got the library. Vince got everything that uh that had um related Related to the AWA name. Now, Dale somehow managed to have copies of the of the belts, um, not just not just the uh, the prison belt, but he also managed to have copies of the tag team belts, which many people don't know this. I do because I have actually had my hands on those tag belts. When they created those belts, they misprinted the name of the promotion. Oh. On it, they printed in the blue square that's at the bottom of the main plate, American Wrestling Alliance. So, Vince, when Vince okay, bought all this stuff, right, it is. So, when Vince bought all this stuff, that means he also bought the incorrect name as well. That's correct. Damn. So, oh. We pass so, forward. Then, Dale yes. has been, Dale ran with the AWA name in Chicago, and Steve worked for him, and Steve didn't know any better at the time, because if Steve did, he probably would have never worked for this man. No, exactly. Um, he has lately resurfaced, claiming that the AWA is on a resurgence again, and that he owns the rights to the AWA, and that there's there's going to be a new AWA World Heavyweights Champion and a new set of AWA World Tag Team Champions. 
So, Steve and I have done some digging, and we have done some things that um, might not be in the best interest of Mr. Gagner. So be it. If this is the way you want to be, if you want to be an idiotic moron who thinks after they lost a lawsuit to Vince McMahon, multiple lawsuits to Vince McMahon over the name, that you can still use that name and still try to sanction that name through other people and get them to pay you money to use that name, then you are the world's biggest fucking moron. And he had the audacity to call me a joke, and I went right back with him and said, dude, you're the biggest joke that wrestling has ever seen. Yep. Um, And that's where our good buddy that will no longer be on this show, because if he's going to support an organization, and we'll get to this in a minute, that um, the promoter went no his way to promote a high school dance, let alone a wrestling show, and draw money. Um, and want to get behind El Gagner and think that that's a good idea and that's going to take off again and support wrestling companies that want to run outside of a strip club and an adult film store, I no longer have a need for this individual. And that individual's name is P.L. Myers. Love you, P.L. You gave me some great insight over the years, but when you decided that you were going to bash on Mo without even knowing Mo's success stories and the hardships that Mo's been through, you crossed the line with me. And I believe you crossed the line with Steve, too, because Steve didn't really appreciate that. Yeah. That's just low. Um, there are a lot of people that are circulating around right now, Joey Eastman being one of them saying that this is the biggest joke that wrestling has ever seen because I teamed up with Sir Mo and Sir Mo is a thief and I'm a thief. The two thieves together is going to make one hell of a dent on the wrestling business. Okay. Why, why is, is uh, Eastman calling him a thief? Evidently there's some things out there and I've, I've heard rumors, but I don't believe them. Okay. Um, about Mo. I don't believe them. Because I'm going to tell you this. Thermo was sent to me by Paul Eubanks. I trust Paul Eubanks with my life, and I think any uh, other yeah. host on this show would agree Uncle with me. Paul. Uncle Paul's yep. solid. That I went, to, I went to Paul Eubanks and said, I need help. I said, I can't do this on my own. It's not working. I said, if I'm going to do this, I need, I need some kind of help, your help, somebody's help that is going to help make sure that this ticks the right way when we do it again. And mm-hmm. Paul not having the biggest schedule in the world because he's pursuing his dream of becoming an actor mm-hmm. um, set me up with Bobby Sermo. And it, it's taken off ever since then. This is what Sermo had to say to all the haters. They can all get in line and do two things. Kiss his big black ass and suck his big black cock. Because they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about. And everybody, he, he put it to me simply. He says, these people are scared of what's coming. Because all this shit wouldn't be talked if they didn't know something good was coming. And yes, people talk shit in the wrestling business. And I get that. 
But the amount of shit that's being talked about a man that most people up here don't even know is outrageous. Yeah. Absolutely outrageous. Well, I'm sure you're especially somebody Especially somebody who's got uh who's got most pedigreed pedigree. He's been to the show. None of these guys have ever been, nor will they ever be in the show. Exactly. He's been to the show. Have you been to the show? Until you've been to the show, shut your fucking pie off. And 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 keep keep eating cake like you are. You're nothing but a well, and I'm a, I, I've said it before and I've said it again. I'll say it again. If you are not with somebody that has been to the dance, you cannot expect them to take you to the dance. So what did I do? I went and got me somebody that's been to the dance. And I got somebody that's been to the dance on my side and 100% behind me. I didn't have that before. And everybody says, oh, Sean, you're going to make the same mistakes. I had one one guy that I thought was a friend tell me that I would be nothing more than an absolute failure because I had the unwillingness to learn and the unwillingness to change. Yep. And I have no use for that individual anymore. Um, you know that that individual has told me, and we'll, we'll find a way to get it. I, I, I think I'm going to have Steve Kane hunt this guy down and get my fucking DVD from the first show that we have waited on for fucking two years now. Um, I, I I I just don't have use for people like this. I have told a lot of people what's coming, um, and there's a lot of good coming. Because this isn't the only iron that I've got in the fire, and that's all that needs to be said on that. But I've got other irons in the fire as well. There were a lot of people that thought that RWF would never return to a certain neck of the woods, and I'm here to tell you today that it's looking more and more like a possibility that we'll be back in those neck of the woods before we're even back here. So I've always got my hand in the fire, okay? Um, There are people out there that will always not like me and there's going to be people out there that I'm always not going to like um, no matter what but I believe that I'm not saying that I could ever get along with Joey Eastman because I'd kill that motherfucker given the, in, given, given the opportunity to I probably would kill that motherfucker let me just put it like that um just because of all the grief and the strife that he's caused my family for years. I'm actually, I've actually got to sit back and have, this is pretty bad. This is, this is where it all started. My brother did a show in Sterling, Illinois in 2007 and Eastman was there and it got filmed for a syndicated TV show up in Chicago called on the mat. And they decided they were going to let Eastman in the studio while this footage was being aired with Cameron Cage and totally shit all over my brother and, and the match and, and the whole thing. And I'm like, dude, this was for fucking charity. Like, I, I really got offended by it. And there were other people that got highly offended by it, too. And believe me, there were some words exchanged between myself and my brother and Nicholas H. over airing that footage. Um but that's where it all started. And this fucking douchebag. Uh, I had known Eastman prior to that. He'd worked at RCW, and he was fucking biggest dick to me that he could ever be. Um, and I dealt with it. I was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck this guy. He's not going to be here forever because he treats me like shit, and he doesn't know what I do for the fucking company. 
when he's not around. Um, but there, you know, there were are always going to be people like that, and I don't have a problem with that. But I have a problem with somebody wanting to run their mouth about something that they know nothing about. And that is what's happened with me canceling Wrestle Wars 3 and me teaming up with Sir Mo now. Is people are running their mouth and they don't know the first thing of what they're talking about. Because everybody thought that I was bringing Sir Mo here to be the draw. That's not true. I'm bringing Mo here for one reason and Steve Payne will tell you what that reason is. Well, basically, I mean, he is the, he is the guidance that, oh, even with all my years in the business, that we need that will take us to the next step. So, it's one. It comes down to one word, Steve Kane. It comes down to experience, and it's experience yep. that neither you or I have. You promoted exactly. for years. I promoted for years. Did we have some success at it? Yes. Did we get to ever? Did we ever get to where we wanted to be? No, and that's why we need somebody like Mo and other people. Paul Eubanks is going to try to make it to this event uh, when we do get launched. I've given him the tentative date, and he's going to try his damnedest to be here. And I'll tell you what, I, I dare anybody to try to pull rough shot over Uncle Paul because yeah. we all remember what happened. We all remember what happened with disaster in Dudleyville when somebody tried to pull rough shot over Uncle Paul. Um, yeah. Yep. So, uh, um, he's the first one up the guys out. Am I sad that AAW is leaving? I'm sad for the fans that are going to be without a product. But they need to realize that that void is going to get filled quicker than what they think. And whether it be me or whoever decides to bring their little happy ass down here and try to make a go of it. Uh, I will have my stake in the game, along with Steve Kane. It's going to be a double-edged stake um, that we're going to have in the ground, and we're not leaving. This is that's it. It's it's time. I have I have waited in the weeds and waited in the weeds and waited in the weeds, and I'm, I've had it. I've absolutely had it. I think that I can do better for this area, and there are a lot of people that are behind me that think I can do better for this area. Let me tell you something. Steve Kane and Katie would not be on this show listening to me right now if they didn't think that I could do this. Yep. Yep. Because they they wouldn't nope. waste their time. They wouldn't sit here and continue to listen and support it. I have done my homework. I have learned from the mistakes of myself. I have learned from the mistakes of others. I may not be college accredited, but I'm smart enough to know something, and this is going to be our closing topic for the night. Um, it's something that I brought up that uh, some people disagreed with. If you're running a wrestling promotion, you need to know what your median household income in your area is. You don't know that. You can't set your ticket prices accordingly. You don't have a rough guesstimate of what's being spent on entertainment in the area to be able to give you an idea of what your goals need to be and what your average should be. I know plenty of promoters out there that don't even know what a median household income is, let alone do the research on Google to find out what it is in their area to be able to come up with ticket prices that are accordingly uh, right and be able to gauge what their audience can spend on merchandise, on concessions, 
on tickets in general. Because, folks, this, this is free information that's out there on the Internet. I'm not doing it. I'm not giving you more information than what I found on the Internet myself. I went out there and did it. Stephen Kane and I had a talk. I said, look, I said, I think we need to know what our median household income is in, in where we're running. And he goes, that's a great idea. Nobody else does that. Very few. I, I, I would be shocked to hear of 10 promoters that know what they're doing with that. Because it doesn't happen. People don't think the whole thing with me and the whole reason that everybody likes me is because I don't look at things like other people would. I don't look at things like promoters in the past have. I look at things and I pick it up and I take it and I spin it around and I look at it from every different light. And then I go, boom, this is what can be done differently. See, if somebody else would have said, you have to think outside the box. And it's, it's like I said. If you can't, if you don't understand economics, you will never understand promoting professional wrestling, because the two go hand yes. in hand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. If you can't understand one, you can't understand the other one, and that is that well, is our 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 hot topic for tonight. Because look, straight up, if, if everybody I'll, I'll were to you. go ahead. I'll tell you straight. If I told you what I paid for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat for two tickets, they were ninety bucks a piece. You know, a hundred and eighty dollar night out for me and Rebecca wasn't really much to do. You know, because we planned it. But I mean, right. normal out, out here, general admission is twenty bucks, and your VIP tickets are are forty bucks. Um, like your um, your merch isn't all that expensive. Your, your signed your, your autographed pictures are ten bucks. Um, if there's if there's like like an actual wrestler who's been to the show who's going to be going to be there, you know, such as like Gail Kim or Rosemary and or some and Ali Bunny from Impact, you know, you're you're going to be paying ten bucks a picture, and right. Gail was ten bucks to get in the ring as well. T-shirts, I think, were thirty bucks. Yep, and well, here's yeah, the thing that fun. here's the thing that everybody's got to realize about that. Nine times out of ten, the promotion is not setting merchandise prices. Unless it's the company's own in-house merchandise, like WWE has their own in-house merchandise for everybody. Yep. Um, we don't have that in independence. The guys come in with their own 8 by 10s They sell them at whatever they're going to sell them. I don't take a cut of that money. They're bringing in their own merchandise. If they want to sell it, they, want, they can sell it. If they make more than a certain amount of money then yes, I do take a cut of it because I'm not going to let somebody come in and make $1,000 when I had to pay for that venue. And it makes sense. Yep. So that's, that's the way things get done. They set their own prices. We don't set them. Um, there are companies out there that will, do, uh, that will print pictures of the bigger names and do a 50-50 split with the name. I don't do that either. If I bring in a name... And say you're going to keep all your money, and say you know we want to do a meet and greet with you. I let them keep all that money, because usually if I let them do that, I can barter with them a little bit better to get a little bit better um, payday negotiated with them, and and save myself a little bit of money. Um, that's the way that it is. So the, the the lesson of the night is if you're a promoter out there, check your median household income, because that's going to tell you everything you need to know about your area. And 
you it doesn't hurt to check up the Nielsen ratings and find out who's watching Raw and SmackDown. That's free to do too. Yep. Google's exactly. a wonderful tool. A wonderful oh, yes. tool. And there are too many people out there that think the internet is scary and, and a monster, and it has been for the wrestling business. But it can also yeah. be very, 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 very helpful. Very helpful. So with that, yeah. we're going to go on to SmackDown Live. I did not watch it. I'm going to let Steve and Katie kind of take it away. Shithead. Okay, well... You are. Um, you are. You're a shithead. Yeah, because yeah. okay, right. I'm going to stay here as long as I can because I'm tired. I'll tell you straight up. Okay, that's fine, honey. Yeah. I'll stay I'm going to try to make it quick. I still, I still have to walk him. I'm not worried about being outside. Don't worry about it. I, I have Kaya with right. spray. I'm, I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, definitely interesting. Interesting opening uh, tonight um, with uh, Truth TV. Yes, I did see that. Oh, I, love I loved it. I loved it. I don't care. Especially the dance break. Like, yeah, oh I got to say, the second great. dance break. And you want to know something? Hilarious. You want to know something? I am going to say, Camilla, I'm liking your hair. And it's not. She's not a brunette. She is more of a wine color. She's a dark wine color. Yep. Yep. She's Strawberry a wine. I mean, like, okay, I'm, all right. I don't, I don't, I don't hate blonde people. I really, really don't. I don't hate blonde people. But sometimes when it depends on the I person. I hope not. I'm married to one. Okay, I don't hate you, blonde people. Sure, they're a natural born enemy of 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 the redhead, but that's besides the point. But some girls don't look good with blonde hair. If you were born with it and it suits you, that's great. But if you go out and bleach blonde your hair and it looks like shit and it washes you out. You know, like if you can do your makeup accordingly to look good with it, fine. But WWE has too many freaking blondes as it is. So I was watching something where where uh, Beth Phoenix and Natalia kept getting confused in public. So Natalia had to dye her hair like a really awful freaking red. It was, it was oh, yeah. it, no, she looked it, it looked bad. Okay. Yeah. Like it was it was yeah. like it was it was worth it. It was worse than Eva Marie's hair, okay? And oh I, God! I don't, I, I don't, I don't oh. like, I don't like it on her. I don't like it on Rihanna. I don't like it on anybody, okay? So, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's refreshing to see her not blonde, you know, because everywhere I look, blonde, 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 blonde. Well, you, mm, give me something else, you know? Do you realize it's David Berkowitz, the son of Sam's fault, because they said he was going out and killing brunette couples. That that was what was being said in the papers and whatnot. So girls mm. went and dyed and bleach dyed their hair bleach blonde, thinking they wouldn't get killed. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's, anyway, that's how the big blonde phenomenon started, yeah. people. Right. Okay, some right. Basically. Um. So we get we get <laughs> yeah. a CD with the seven second dance breaks, which were awesome. Yeah. yeah. Dance breaks. Right. And then, and uh, so uh, Daniel, so Daniel Bryan is the uh, is the guest, and um, they get into some uh, real interesting uh, um, wordplay, talking about the word catharsis and Ooh. what it means, and the fact that uh, if uh, Daniel Bryan beats Miz at the uh, 
Super Show, which um, which for all you West Coast people, uh, in case you don't realize it, the start time next Saturday for that show, 2 a.m. Okay, oh, piss off. You can just go to hell. You can go to hell and you die. It's, you go to so, hell and you die. So it's, it's, I'm it's not going to watch it live. It's 5, a, it's okay. 5 a.m. Right. in the East, 2 a.m. Okay, in the West. I got, I got a bone to pick with Vince McMahon. Okay, Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, I love you. I love your product. I'm not putting you down. But, dude, I understand competition with time slots, but Saturday, do you realize, Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, all right, genetic jackhammer, Vinnie Mac, whatever you want to call yourself today, (laughs) you, sir, are putting the super show on during the home opening game between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal ugly, nasty, dirty fucking Habs, okay? And I have to admit it. You do this to me all the time. You do it to me when Walking Dead comes back and everything. Wait, wait, wait a second. Katie, Katie, Katie. The Leafs, and the, and the dirty, the Leafs and the Dirty Habs are playing the opening game of the NHL season next Saturday at 5 a.m.? No, 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 no. I'm Eastern. No. That's, okay. That's, yes, that's 5 a.m. Eastern. That's what time Well, then I'll be watching a bloody repeat. Seriously. Uh, but enough of the, like, you're doing it on a Saturday. People have lives. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know uh, what? I'm glad yeah. I have the network well, anyway. because I, I, I remember, yeah. I figured it was going to be done according to, yeah, everybody else's time zone. No, yeah, they, but okay. No, just, oh. like, just like the Scotty show is going to air it live. But anyway, so mm-hmm. back to this. So we get uh, to Miz no, interrupting. does it all the time. And, <laughs> and, so, and so they and so, uh, they all go back and forth and so um so that so uh you know Miz is gonna go back and fight for fight for his show and True's gonna fight for his since it's yeah and Carmella calls out dance break <laughs> and yeah. so that so Miz storms <laughs> off into the back and um once and as you know Getting all upset, and so patrons, hey, you want Miss TV back? Go get your show. Win it back. And so we oh. get to uh, have Drew against Miz. Okay. Somebody's vacuuming. No. I, I heard a vacuum, I swear. Yes, Anyways, I did too. But I mean, like, that, that really kind of pissed me off, you know. Like, Miz ended up winning his show back. Your show, Your show is. Is bullshit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Dean, Dean Ambrose had a better show with his plant Mitch, okay, than you did. <laughs> so, like, yep. I, I, I'm done. I, I understand, you know, Piper, Piper's pit started it all, but I am more entertained by Truth than Carmella, and I hate Carmella. We all know this, but I was more entertained. Okay, I don't know what my voice is, but please, it's really loud in the bathroom. Hold on, I'm going to try to stop here. Fan. Yeah, it sounds like... Nope. That. 
Well, I'm still here. Okay, now it's gone. I know. And now it's back. Yeah. So it sounds like a vacuum turning on and off. Yeah, it did. It, it did. sounds like. So, so then you get... Uh, then you That's get, my computer uh, having seizures. Oh, okay. It's the what? So then, so <laughs> his, his it computer was is spazzing out. His fan. Yeah, your computer. Okay. Get away so. from it. I am away from it. It's just loud. Run across the hall. I don't know. Run outside. Hello, man. Jeez. Yeah. So it's anyway. Then we then uh, then the uh, we get the uh, segment where uh, Charlotte gets beat up uh, during the photo shoot by Becky, and then uh, then you get then you get areola shaming. Yeah, this is a, a, a really weird shaped nipples. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Biggie talking about Seamus's areolas. What's the up? only thing I gotta say. Only thing I gotta say. Oh right. Okay. Char- characteristically and categorically, redheads really don't have any pigmentation to their nipples, but Seamus has none. None. How is that? Yeah. Like, he's whiter yeah. than I am. Okay. Like I, I've seen. I've seen him. I've seen him uh, when they when coming when they're coming up for the shows like the bigger shows and. He's actually wearing a long sleeve, okay, and he's carrying an umbrella to keep himself white. Right? He's whiter than I'm. Pretty freaking white, okay, people. Sure, I mean he doesn't even have any freckles. How can he be a redhead and not have any freckles? Because he's white. <laughs> he's whiter than white. He, I, he, I used to remember. I used to call him the big jar of Yeah. <laughs> you can't even call him. You can't even call him white because white doesn't even begin to describe it. Like, no, alabaster oh my God. is is more yeah. of a description for him. Yeah, pearlescent. So, <laughs> pearlescent. so you so <laughs> yeah. So uh, so Shane. I mean, like seriously, up, I mean, they turn the lights on him and he glows. He, he turns the lights yeah. on him and the bugger glows. Okay, like, literally. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's as bad as Edward in the sunlight. Okay, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> sparkle, sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> And yep. yep. Twilight. Okay. So you got. <laughs> so you got right. So uh, so the uh, so the so the uh, man so the man with the uh, bad areolas uh, beats Biggie. Um. Then from then from there you get uh, you get Paige um, asking H.A. Styles, please. Don't destroy anything tonight, especially the monitors. And or Sam says, "Well, or uh, or uh, AJ says, hey, if I destroy anything tonight, it'll be Samoa Joe.' Then, um, then, then we get then we get Rusev and the Russian Shitsu. <laughs> that was Katie's description of Lana tonight. Yeah, she looked like a blonde Russian Shih Tzu. Okay, that's what she looked like. And Maurice oh. got thrown around like a Japanese rag doll. Yeah, didn't she though? Oh, she I, did. Yeah. I, I don't like. Like Oscar just she, like whipped her around. It was great. Yeah, 
So anyway, so they, so they, right. So, so Rusev says they're gonna, they're gonna get, they're gonna get to the bottom of this whole thing with Aiden English. So Rusev and Lana come out, and they call out Aiden English, who, by the way, side note, his, uh, his better half, uh, Shaw Guerrero, signed today with Wow Superheroes. Just a, oh, wow. just just a couple of weeks out from their uh, first TV taping for Access TV. Yeah. So so boom, that's a that's a big that's a big signing for them. Um, but now back to back to our uh, back to our story. Um, English <coughs> shows a bunch of clips of all the success that. Uh, that the team of Rusev Day had um, together, and then, yeah. and then, um, he then he goes and he plays the Yoko Ono card on oh, Lana. God. Yep. Ah, something and now happened. He says he has Lana. Now he has, happened. He has and and. Yeah, and and so and so you know they get and so they get uh um you know if if Lana's so honest is he is she going to tell Rusev about that one night in Milwaukee? Mike oh, Rob. Are you kidding me? Boom. Okay, what 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 is this? What are they doing a flare and Randy Savage with Ms. Liz? What? Who I knows? had it before you. What? Who Nick? knows? <laughs> no, we're doing George oh, the okay. Animal Steel. Who knows? No. <clears throat> so, no. No, no, no. George was just in love with her. Nothing ever happened. Right. Exactly. It was George. Yeah. George it was George was totally platonic. But anyway, yeah. um <laughs> so So then from there we get uh Asuka and Naomi uh, against uh, the remaining uh, two-thirds of, uh, of the affliction, uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, which, mm-hmm. nice match again. Um, <coughs> I mean, it's hard, to, it's hard to go wrong with any of the four of these girls and that. So um, putting them in a tag match, which... You watch. You're gonna you're gonna see this more and more over the next several weeks. Uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago with the uh, spoiler alert on Evolution that uh, there will be a WWE Women's Tag Championship. Um. So then after so then after uh, Asuka and Naomi win, uh, we get uh, announcement that uh, Lana is going to get a match against Becky Lynch which was based on the confrontation that Becky had with Lana, which also talked about what happened in Milwaukee. Um, oh, so, man. So then, so then from there, um, we get uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus uh, Ty Dillinger, which wound up not going to a clean finish when Randy Orton suddenly comes out 
and attack Stillinger. Um, and so after so after that is all said and done, before Nakamura leaves, he winds up hitting the Kinshasa on him. Um, and so then you get uh, then you get uh, Rusev and Lana backstage and all of that. Um, and so then we just find out that uh, the reason that Randy Orton went after Dillinger is because that uh, Perfect Ten crap just ticks him off. Uh, then, then from there, uh, you get a, uh, you get Becky Lynch against Lana, uh, not, not a bad match. Um, Lana going ahead and, uh, tapping app, tapping out to the, uh, disarmor. Um, and then, um, they, then they see Aiden in the back watching and they're like, well, what happened in Milwaukee? Aiden says, I'll have the video for you next week. So uh-huh. there we go. That, yeah. uh, okay. So you get so you get uh the mystery for next week getting ready. And then the contract signing. And yeah. oh my god, that creepy bit with Samoa Joe at AJ's oh, house. Oh god. Oh my god. This, this was reminded even me of Baker, Baker when he had well, well, I was I was thinking I was thinking and I was harking back to Steve Austin That's breaking into Brian Pillman's house back in the day. Mm-hmm. Or when Taker's yeah. wife got taken Taker's wife got kidnapped too. And Sarah was kidnapped. Yeah, well. I mean there was, I mean there, you know. But anyway, I mean, oh my gosh, this just is really, you know. And then, and and he and he keeps talking, and AJ is begging him, don't, don't, don't do it, don't go in there, yada yada yada. And then, the final thing that just absolutely. Sends you over the edge. Samoa Joe rings the doorbell, looks at the camera, and says, "Daddy's home." Oh my sweet Jesus! God, I, like, I, I just gave, I just, I just gave yeah. myself a chill up my spine again. Yeah, yeah. It just made me that me that it made me feel sick, and it made me feel sick again just now. Yeah. Which yeah me that this is definitely the right time and the right place for this story because, man, it just creeps the bejesus out of you. Uh-huh. So, that was definitely, it was definitely that good. So. All right. Well, that basically covers everything. Um Pretty much. I gotta walk. Don't forget. uh, This has been a 2018 Rampage production. Don't forget tomorrow night, the weapon of ass (coughs) destruction, Double D, Dementia, 
DeRose, as she once was known as, will be with us. And don't forget to mark your calendars because anniversary comes your way next week. It's going to be fun. We won't have any control yep. next week. We'll go a full three hours with Kenny the Star Maker Bowling on his soap box. Yep. Yep. For sure. So. For sure. Uncle Kenny's coming. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure? Yes. Uncle Kenny? You're going to sit on I Uncle know, Kenny Claus's lap. Uncle, Uncle, no, no, it's not that time of year. I'm going to sit on Uncle Kenny's lap and tell him, tell me a story. We will see you all tomorrow night and uh, be sure to check us out on the Facebook, on the Twitter. You know where to find us by now. Good night, everybody. Stay pressed and buy our shirts. Buy our merch. Yeah, buy our merch. You don't know, hey, man, you know what time it is. You don't have to go home. Can't stay here. Get out. Goodbye. Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out in. Closing time, turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time, one last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay. No!
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.